and if you can hear the growl, you've been warned. Welcome, everybody. This is Zane and Shy, and this is our this is a huge, huge, huge um, episode. This is amazing. Uh, the guy that we have today is super special. Um, I actually met him from a posting. I posted about a movie uh, that we were doing, and you know his uh, manager responded. He's in this awesome fucking great band and uh he reached out to me or his his manager reached out to me and then we met at uh in old chicago and i just fell in love with him at first sight dude is amazing he's extremely talented he has done so much for us and i mean in all truth he is actually the maker of that first song that you just heard (laughs) (laughs) he's the dude who did that so without any you know further ado i give to you len tyler There we go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This guy, he is a a songwriter, uh, a, just a sound prodigy, pretty much. The dude is amazing. He's the lead singer of All Secrets Known. He is an actor. He is just the best of the best. Um, you make me sound really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you, you are the best, man. You are the best. I need you to introduce me to people at parties. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll just come in, just start being like, this is the guy. This is Jesus. <laughs> but, um, that's another story. Right, yeah, that's a whole other story. Um, but, so, I mean, this is our, one of the, I will say this is our biggest episode. Absolutely. This is, I mean, you're the reason that we're doing this. You know, you're the reason that we've actually been able to pull this off. You actually just right now fixed the computer so that we could actually <laughs> make the episode work. Um, I'm actually in their seat right now. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in the head seat right now. Unfortunately. Um, so yeah, it's just, I cannot talk enough about you to people and you're just, you're just amazing. I mean, my first question, how do you do it? Uh, <laughs> well, thanks. First off, it's like the nicest shit anyone said. Can I say shit? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. Say whatever you want. I'll say fucking shit. Yeah, say everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, do it. Just, he's too <laughs> So, I mean, my first, my big, you know, thing that I want to know, because I am not a musician, you know, I like to dabble in things, like to play with stuff, but, you know, that's not my biggest thing. (laughs) Right. Not a musician. What, uh, what attracted you to doing this in the first place? Oh, man. I hate that question because it's impossible to answer. It's, music is the only thing that's really made sense to me. Gotcha. Um, kind of like how I'm sure filmmaking makes sense to you. It's yeah. like, why would you do anything else? Exactly. Um, but music's always been around me. Family's always been big music people. My dad showed me a lot of 90s music. Really? At first, I remember the first time I listened to Nirvana in his Jeep. <laughs> in Mississippi, I think it was. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah, on a dirt road somewhere. <laughs> so has your family always been supportive? Absolutely not. Yes, they have. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Most of the time, I mean, that is something that a lot of people, you know, have a hard time <clears> with is, you know, some people, they don't, their parents don't support them as they're going. You know, so that's a big thing. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I've always had that, thankfully. Um, they just, they let me do whatever I want. Gotcha. Basically. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, for better and worse. Yeah, my parents do, huh? Right. Okay, so what is, what's been your biggest accomplishment so far? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to say that like, oh, I have so many. Right. <laughs> I'm like, one accomplishment? Uh, I don't know, man. Is I do things. Some people like it. 
Yeah. And it kind of goes from there. Gotcha. I mean, <laughs> honestly, God, what you do, because when we saw you on stage, uh, you performed, what was the venue? Oh, in Denver? That was... Oh, uh, yeah. What was that venue? Oh, man. Right? <laughs> I'm like, shit. I, I love remember. that place. It's... It is a really cool place. I mean, when we got there, of course, it was snowing. Like, it was a blizzard. It was a freaking oh, blizzard. Man. And so we got there, you know, we walk in, you know, we get, we get over to the back and uh, yeah. I actually brought my camera, which was nice. I still have to get you pictures. That's yes, like, I know, I, I just have not gotten you those pictures yet. Globe Hall. Globe Hall. Oh, that's, yeah, that's where it is. And um, I just, I cannot tell you how amazing <clears throat> that performance was. Oh, it was so awesome. So, oh, it was so awkward. <laughs> was it? Awkward. I felt so weird on stage. I really? don't know what it was. Really? I was not in the in the zone for that one. Really? Gotcha. So you like, what tell. happened? <laughs> um, I think it was because I forgot my stick. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got this. Uh, modified mic stand that I carry is it was at first because I have a bad back I fashioned a, the top half of a microphone stand uh, minus the plate on the bottom into basically a cane yep yep <laughs> it's fucking cool and I tricked it out <laughs> it's all black and green like everything else in my life <clears throat> but I didn't have it and I feel really awkward I like being wireless so I don't have to I'm not tethered to anything I can jump in the crowd if I want to or whatever yeah but I need to have both my hands on something when I'm on stage. Gotcha. So if I have that stand, I can have one one hand on the mic and then one hand on the stick, wherever it may be, and then like switch places, spin it around something. Yeah. But I didn't have that at that show, and I just felt so weird. Gotcha. Well, I mean, you you played the performance out even with it. Like, what's uh, what's it like to somebody who's never been on stage before? What's it like being on stage? Um. It's like if you stared directly at the sun for about three seconds and tried to look at anything. <laughs> All right. That's what being on stage is like. <laughs> gotcha. Doesn't sound great. Right. <laughs> and yet you do it. <laughs> and you love to do it. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome, I man. I love being blind. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, I, I love that performance. I mean, that being was... Being blind and hearing people screaming. Exactly, right? You don't know what's going on. It's just fun, yeah. It's a good, a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad, man. But uh, so, like, because I remember Tim was even having issues because you guys couldn't hear. And there was a sequence in your song where you do a thing from uh, Red Dead Redemption uh, 2. And uh, mm. we couldn't hear that at all. Didn't yeah. hear that pop up. And he was, he looked like a Viking. Um, and I have the pictures because he was so angry. Yeah. And he just looked like this, like, warrior. And he's, like, you know, playing bass. He's, like, banging his head back uh -huh. and forth. And he just looked like a monster. And I was like, and then you're up front. You're in the middle. And you're just screaming your head off. And I'm like, dude, this is the shit. Like, <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm jealous of how photogenic Tim is, man. <laughs> I mean, you guys, you did. You look good. You did. Thank you. Fucking crushed it. it was... I, I love that. I mean, with, so. Wish the weather was better. Yeah, that would have been nice because, you know, driving in the f massive snow blizzard back, you know, to the <laughs> yeah. springs was... Not fun at yeah, in a rear-wheel drive, <laughs> that was us. Yeah, so that was a fucking... Good God. I'm, I'm glad y'all are alive. Right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Tim beat to, us. I had to stay the night up there. Yeah, really? Oh, that uh -huh. sucks. Yeah, that God. Sucks. At a Motel 6, it did suck. Oh, jeez, yeah, well, that's it was not... better than being on those roads, though. Yeah. They were bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, okay, so here's another question. Why why do you not allow this to be just a hobby? And, like, what would you say to the other artists, you know, that are trying to make the decision between do I get a real job that feeds me, keeps me alive, or do I do this thing that I love that is killing me? 
Um, I think that depends on what you define as a real job. Okay. I guess. Like, you can work at a restaurant or a Best Buy or something, and it's a real job, sure, but um, it's a matter of, I don't even know. Gotcha. It's just you do it or you don't, I think. Yeah, yeah okay. And like I said earlier, it's the, it's the only thing that makes sense. Um, working in a warehouse for the rest of my life doesn't make sense to me. Right. You know, working for myself makes sense to me, and going on tour... Um, just doing music, it's the only thing that's. That I don't want to say works. too much. Yeah. Sense. yeah. Gotcha. Well, no, that, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Oh, that's admirable. Well, um, let's see. You asked one of my questions earlier. <laughs> <laughs> question <laughs> stealer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so let's, let's go with this one. So, even though you're in a metal band, right? What is one guilty <clears throat> pleasure that you have that, you know? You wouldn't expect from somebody who's the lead singer of a metal band. Oh, okay. I know, I know where you're going. <laughs> you're right. uh, well, not to make that too serious, but I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. You like what mm-hmm. you like. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, but what people don't expect me to like is the freaking Backstreet Boys. <laughs> you uh, like the Backstreet Boys? Uh, yep. Dude, I love the Backstreet Boys. I also love Italian pop music. That's awesome. Really? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that's interesting. That's amazing. It's very interesting. That's fucking I'm a big fan yeah. of American pop music because I know what they're saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of the words. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh. Oh my god, that's good though. That's a good answer. Mine is uh, Britney Spears. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, awesome. Toxic man, it just it just gets me. That's so, a good song, man. Right. Me and my dad, we used to like like lip sync to that shit all the time. It was <laughs> fucking hilarious. You know, that was our yeah. song. That was our thing. Yeah. You like what you like, man. There's there's nothing guilty about it. Exactly. I'm a big anime nerd as well. Gotcha. Yeah, see, anime. that's my father. He video games. What's your favorite anime? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. And a lot of people don't consider that anime because it's, gotcha. you know, quote, cool. Okay. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. But I love Dragon Ball Z. I love Death Note. That was the first, like, I guess more legitimate anime that I watched. Gotcha. Uh, One Punch Man is freaking amazing. One Punch Man is funny. I don't like anime. I mean, I've never been a fan, um, but I started watching a little bit of it. I watched, like, the first three episodes. That shit was awesome. Mm. So I did. I liked it. I like One, one Punch Man. But there's one called Persona, and I could go on forever about Persona? This. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Persona 3, 4, and 5. Uh, the holy trinity in video games, I guess. Gotcha. Fuck yeah, man. Well, um, okay. So now what we're going to do is we're going to break off into the... Uh, Big man producer question. So our producer, you know, he writes a question for all of our guests. And especially for a guest as important as this, you know, we actually really try to get a good, good question for you. So knowing about you and knowing about the stuff that you've, you know, done, your interests, I mean, obviously um, you choosing uh, All Secrets Known, you know, towards Alice in Chains, you, you know, um, talking about, you actually did a um, album series based on or inspired from silent hill music i mean you oh, just yeah, more or less. yeah you've loved and the stuff that you've done you're you love art you know and we can mm. definitely see that and so one of my one of one of his questions his biggest deepest questions uh hopefully <laughs> is uh do you see a correlation between heavy metal and horror movies and are there any horror movies you know besides silent hill that have really inspired um your music in particular um, as far as metal and horror, there's certainly subgenres there mm. that correlate. Uh, personally, 
I don't really like horror all that much. Gotcha. Might surprise you. That does surprise it does. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um I like I like thinky horror, not gory horror. Gotcha. You know, stuff like Jacob's Ladder makes you think Silent Hill. Yep. Oh, the movies, well, that's what it is, but the games are amazing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but that's more based on psychology, and um, <clears throat> that really jazzed more with me. What was the second half of that? And the second half was, are there any of those movies or video games or anything besides Silent Hill, obviously, that have inspired some of your music or your choices? Uh, yeah, Jacob's Ladder, like I mentioned gotcha. a second ago. Uh, just kind of dodgy because that inspired Silent Hill. Exactly right. <laughs> so I kind of I'm very one dimensional. I just go straight to the, to the same right thing. to the thing. <laughs> yep, gotcha. Well, if you have the thing that works, then it works. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, second one um, that he had that I think this is a good one too. What's your favorite go to movie? Like, what's uh, that one movie that I mean? It's it stands your own personal test of time. <laughs> You're telling me you built a time machine? <laughs> oh God. DeLorean? Oh my god. <laughs> I love Back to the Future. That's dude. fucking awesome. Gotcha. Top favorite movie of all time. Really? Oh yeah. Gotcha. That that explains a lot. It does. <laughs> it does. Really? It does. It does. My uh my my father, he has this thing that he so he found it in, in college and what it is is that he uh what they, what they sat around and they they told everybody their favorite movie. You know, and you can actually from there, if it's your true favorite movie, like your actual favorite movie, you can discover so much about a person and you can, you know, by um, analyzing the film, find out who this person is like that. Yeah. And so he did it. Yeah. Right. It's uh, and I'll have to sit you through it and do it. And plus, he's way better at doing it than I am. You know, he has a lot more (laughs) practice and he's a lot better at it. But um, like, for instance, my film is uh, American Psycho. You know, and so a lot of the stuff is like an insecurity and like a having a hard time living with yourself, but being pushed by something, you know, that makes you want to. So for his version, it was killing for my version, it's film. So it's no matter how tormented that I am or how much that I go through, it's this goal that I go to. And this is my main thing. This is what pushes me. And even Mm -hmm. if I don't want to push me, that's what does. So it's that's like for my movie, for your movie. I mean, and you can even go into scenes and find, you know, their things about them. And so, yeah. you know, okay. it's like crazy. And uh, so that does, that explains a lot. I'm huh. sure that if we really went into it, <laughs> we'd find some really cool stuff about you. And you'd be like, Probably. no fucking it's way. Something to do with my, like, always feeling out of place, I guess. Right, maybe, yeah. That makes Now that you say that, that makes sense. <laughs> right? Because I, I love the scene when he first goes into the, into the town in the 50s, and he's yep. just looking around like, what is this? <laughs> right? <laughs> It was an amazing fucking movie. I mean, yeah. I fucking I love that. Fucking movie. Oh my god! Like I think just today in Manchester, a Back to the Future musical just premiered. No wow. shit, really? Yeah. Wow. I think that's right. Well, hey, look that up. You know, if you if you're interested, <laughs> yeah. go and check that shit out. <laughs> right? He just name dropped them. You know, for nothing. <laughs> yeah, for real. But oh god, I hope that tours, man. Right? That'd be a fucking amazing. That is, cool. that is awesome. Like that. But yeah, okay, all right. So there's our segment. There's our big man production, uh, or big man producer, production. Jesus Christ, I'm having a hard time today. <laughs> but that's you know our big man producer question right there. So now, going in, what with uh, just just talk, going about your band, um, what is, how do you do it, and what's the hardest thing about being in a band? Stop taking my questions. Like you're really taking them right <laughs> off my page. Let her ask it. Ask me the same question. Let yeah, her ask the hardest it. thing about being in a band, huh? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, 
I think for me personally, it's uh, the relationships. Oh, yeah. I've always had a hard time just sort of keeping people yeah. around his friends. Um, so I've been trying my best and so far accomplished yeah. building a band of friends, of good people. Yeah. Nice. Of um, not just someone who can play well, you know, but they turn out to be a piece of shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but legitimate friends is um, very blessed to have the band that I've got. That's yeah. awesome. And the friends that I have in it. It's really cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. What's, uh, that's, do you have any more questions? So no, I don't take you stole any them more? all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't stole them all, did well, I? this one's, I only have three. This oh, one's that's right. Ten. That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So then, <clears throat> why, oh no, you know what? That's not a good question. What age did you start making music? Hey, boy. Uh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Eva. I I don't know where to like mark that because I started playing guitar at sixteen. Started okay. singing seriously uh, around seventeen or eighteen, maybe. Okay. I'm not really sure. Actually, no. What am I thinking? That was twelve years ago. How old am I? <laughs> I don't know. Might be around seventeen, eighteen. Um. But I kind of credit, like, what really, really started it was this PS2 game that my brother got. It's okay. called EJ Club World. Oh, and, like, yeah. maybe oh, you three people. That? Do you know it? I, I've heard of it. I, oh, I never played PS2 yeah, well, very I didn't, much. I didn't know my grandma had every game for the PS2, literally every game. It's super cool. It was based on one DJ. Oh. And um, you could choose, like, a different part of the world and, like, whatever genre that came from. And it would have like just layers and layers and layers of samples that you can arrange, um, kind of like in Reaper right here. Just like you can have a sound here and then drop it into your, wow. your, um, your, uh, your line or whatever you want to call that, your mixer. Gotcha. And then you can just make beats and make melodies and songs out of that. This is very very restrictive. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I remember I made like a. 10 minute concept song oh, wow. that oh like God. musically played the narrative of of like Resident Evil 1 and oh 2 my God. <laughs> <laughs> this poor game that he's playing <laughs> like, what the fuck dude <laughs> oh, everything wow. in my life comes back to video games or music <laughs> or anime or just I some stupid shit right? <laughs> what is this cool ass thing you accomplished well <laughs> <laughs> it came from the darkest depths of fucking Silent Hill <laughs> in Persona 5 <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome! That is, but that's it awesome. was—I still remember it. It was so cool. Like in the beginning, I mean, I think it was cool. Yeah. It had like the sounds of like the woods when like the stars members are like going up to find the mansion. Yep. And then like the indoors sounded something like um, kind of like in the actual soundtrack does. Yeah. And then I like go to like a final boss sound, and then like kind of transition back out like into the city, and then they gotcha. hear the newspapers like on the streets, like the desolate town. That's awesome. Wow, that is that's very so cool. cool though. Like that's that's <laughs> yeah, really cool. Yeah, that's very unique. And I swear, all that stuff is on a memory card somewhere oh, in the world. Oh, really? gotta find <laughs> it. Jesus it's on a PS2 memory card in the world Great. somewhere. Wow. Somewhere. <clears throat> Somebody's, you know, like, oh, dude, that's what that was. When I put, you know, oh my god, that's amazing, that's fucking crazy. I mean, dude, you, you just so that's where I say like my music production making really started. Yeah, my brother cool. got that game, and it was just really fun. And to that's play. where it got. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Crazy. And then my parents got me a music maker, mm -hmm. um, okay, which was kind of the same thing, except 
I could um, actually program MIDI tracks in that okay. one, so I could take like a virtual instrument like a piano, yeah, and write my own stuff in it versus having to drop a sample into it. Gotcha. Cool. <clears throat> and then that's kind of where I started to learn composition okay. and arranging. Uh, and then eventually, one day, I started to play actual instruments. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then a whole world opened up. And then everything <laughs> opened. Yeah. God, that's good. so. What's your let's say like your favorite instrument? Um, piano. Piano, really? Yeah. No shit. That's awesome. That's fucking cool. I respect that. It's got that a big really range cool. and it can express anything you want it to. God, that's amazing. It's yeah. To me, the most versatile instrument, I think. Really. So what? Uh, to somebody who's you know starting out, um, on music and don't really doesn't really know what they want to do, they kind of had the same thing. Maybe you've done where they were playing rock band and they were like, dude, this is the shit. You know, <laughs> they got like a phone app where they're like, I can put shit together. Mm-hmm. What would you say is a good instrument to start? Um. Piano. Piano? Start with okay. a keyboard. Get a cheap keyboard. This is what I did. I got a keyboard because I want to be Stevie Wonder. Oh, no <laughs> shit. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to stab your eyes out and you're going to start going. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's actually a lot of theories out there that he can't see. It's, well, yeah, I've heard some of those. It, it's kind of weird. <laughs> I've heard some of those too. Yeah. But also hilarious. another podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's another one. But if you lived your entire life blind, I, I assume you have some kind of extra sense. But you would absolutely have to. You'd have to. Yeah. I wanted to be Stevie Wonder, so I got my parents got me a keyboard, gotcha. and I started to learn it. I had some trouble memorizing the notes. I still actually do. Okay, gotcha. I know like where the D is, where the C and the A, and then I have to correlate everything else to that. Okay. Because I don't pay enough attention to that. I just I just hit buttons and make and just noises. play with it. Yep. Yeah. So I started learning learning chords with that, and then at some point, my dad bought a new guitar, an acoustic Fender, and when he gotcha. bought it, I was like. How come I can't play guitar? Yeah. That makes no sense to me. I it, I should know how to do this. <laughs> gotcha. So, again, like I started learning some chords on his, but I wanted my own. So I pressured them to get me a guitar. <laughs> uh, even though he just freaking bought one. Yeah, right. <clears throat> You're like, it's my turn now. Yeah, so they got me a, a, a first act Adam Levine signature. Ooh. No fucking way. For 100 way. bucks at Target. That's oh. dope. Which okay. actually sounds really good. For Does me. it really? Yeah, it's a really good guitar. I still have nice. it. It still plays very nicely. Damn, okay. Adam Levine, man, hooking it up. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing he gave to me. Yeah, he gave me uh, the Jesus. And that's my, you know, quote from him. Use it all the time. <laughs> Stub my toe. Jesus. You know. So the whatever I learned on piano, I realized is so easy to translate to guitar. Gotcha. So I started learning more uh, basic chords, and then hardest part of guitar is learning transitions and playing smoothly. Mm-hmm. You can learn the chords, but getting your left hand to to go to the shape it needs to be in the right time yep. takes fucking forever uh, to gotcha. learn. So, and I was homeschooled at the time, so I would get all my homework done in like two, three hours. Okay. School's over. The rest of my day, I'm playing guitar <laughs> until my gotcha. fingers bleed. I'm really? not joking. Literally, literally, literally bleed. That's commitment. You're doing a fucking slasher. What? Right <laughs> You're but going I, all out. But I learned guitar pretty quickly. Oh, no that's shit. Awesome. That's but that's dedication. That's what you have to have. And that's what a lot of people, especially now, they they know that you know you have to have that, mm. but they don't take it to heart and they don't actually do that. You know. Yeah. So my advice is just practice like hell. Actually practice. Don't just jam. Don't just play with it. Try and get better. If you're slower, try to play faster. Gotcha. You know. But I need to take my own advice. <laughs> I kind of 
I, I like plateaued. I don't really get any better at things that I already am. Yeah, right. <laughs> at this I can point. feel that. I can feel <laughs> that's fucking. That's amazing, though. Like that's that's what we needed. That's what we need. So what is um? Tell me something. Like what? What was something that just uh? Opened up once you started performing. Like what's something you noticed that you were just kind of like. Okay, now I'm in the industry. Now I'm doing this. Now I'm actually coming out. And I'm on stage. I'm performing. I'm, I'm gaining fans. What was something that then went from an amateur to now a professional, and what opened that? Um. Well, I think professional is kind of whatever you make of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way, um, I don't want to go saying that I'm you know a professional performer and such. Gotcha. But um, I will say that my very first time on stage was 2013. Okay. I think we did a Battle of the Bands, and we were like the very first one outdoors at a bar. Gotcha. Okay. There were two stages. We were first one outdoors. No one was there except like, I can still visualize it, two chicks there, some dude over there, and like a group of friends right there. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Like everyone was like off to my right. Yeah kind of inching back into the bar <laughs> exactly <laughs> but um when i was on stage and when the music started playing i felt for the first time in my life really at home really? and like this is the first time i'm actually comfortable yeah like yeah. not being in the spotlight necessarily but um i guess putting myself out there as like i'm definitely fucking weird <laughs> yeah right. gotcha <laughs> okay um, and awesome. kind of pointing that out is just easier for me instead of yeah. people finding it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know right? what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, you like anime? Ugh. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'll just walk around my Persona 5 lanyard. <laughs> gotcha. So people know right off the bat. Exactly. I'm a fucking weeb and I'm not cool. Gotcha. That's awesome. <laughs> Poor Lynn. <laughs> so being on stage was sort of... I still don't really know how to put it into words. Um, I don't want to say it's like some ethereal, spiritual journey I go on, because that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm not Jim Morrison. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. I don't think anyone's truly like that. Right. It's just, I like it. I enjoy it. I don't I don't necessarily like attention. I don't like limelight. Yeah. I'm pretty um, uh, reclusive gotcha. in general, yeah. just as a person. But on stage, I just feel so comfortable. Gotcha. It's a that's... phenomenon I have yet to understand right i cannot wait until you get on like an actual stage that you're worth which is like billions of people so <laughs> once that happens i'd love to see what you think then yeah well i played a sold out show with uh trivium did you really yeah the black sheep no shit oh, wow. and that was a lot of people i don't know how many but okay that was my biggest crowd so far and so what was that like having a, <clears throat> a big crowd uh well not to disappoint you but it's the same as having a small crowd gotcha. well hey i mean that works it's just people down there i'm up there yeah. this connection yep yep oh. that's amazing so here's my other segue real quick right so we talked about your band we talked about you as an artist we talked about you know the different music and your inspirations your stuff like that now you've shown interest in film you know you're going to be starting uh your first oh uh project right yeah <laughs> oh boy exactly oh boy <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be starting in uh starring in uh your first production ever um you got a big role um, how, what interested you in film? Um, honestly, it interested me much 
oh, well longer before music did. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> I watched, like, Jim Carrey's my idol. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Uh, that explains a lot, too. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> I get that a lot, goes, Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, everyone's like, this is the next Jim Carrey. And I, I ran with it. I was like, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. I'm going to be in funny movies and be weird. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even have to act. I'll just be myself. Because I'll just be myself. Yeah. <laughs> But I I watched Dumb and Dumber, Liar Liar, yep. Ace Ventura. Yep. And I just I love the weird shit he did. Gotcha. The things he does with his face and his voice oh, and yeah. is just overacting like slapstick comedy. Yeah. I love that shit. God, so what do you think of his uh solid roles or his more serious roles? Good. Yeah, you like those? Great, yeah. Gotcha. Good actor. He's a terrific he is he's a terrific actor. He's an amazing actor. Uh also amazing in Sonic. If you haven't seen it, oh yeah, I've seen it. Yet. I just oh, gotcha. <laughs> really? Okay. Sonic is a good movie. Gotcha. It is a good movie. Interesting. She wasn't I, too interested in it. <laughs> I mean, well, I like the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know any of the lore. I just played them as a gotcha, kid. Yeah. That was me Sega too. Genesis, I played a couple. I, yeah. I had a friend. His name was uh, his name was Tim, <coughs> and uh, he had at my mom's uh, place. She's a groomer. She's a dog groomer. And so at her place of work, there was this building inside of a building and there was like an upper level mm-hmm. and we had like a chill couch we had like all kinds of fucking shit in there and uh it had a big ass tv and we just sat and played video games while like our parents are working and shit nice. yeah it was dude it was awesome man we were like a uh, 12 or 13 or something like that <laughs> i think no i think i was like 14 and uh yeah we were up there and that was like we just he he had the game systems you know he could bring them over i couldn't my dad would have fucking killed me but, <laughs> you know he yeah. could bring his games over and so he we played like xbox we played fucking um say um game um uh, gamecube i don't know why i couldn't think of that <laughs> gamecube Sega ps2 Cube. like every fucking thing and I, we just had so much fun we just play games watch movies and that was like sonic was definitely one of them it wasn't the biggest that i played i, yeah, I played a lot more halo <laughs> I kind of did that with him. That was his game. And so we'd yeah. just be like, let's drive around and run each other over and shit. Yeah. Solid movie, though. I recommend it. Really? Okay. We'll have to Jim see Carrey, that. though. Um, I I don't remember who I said it to, mm-hmm. but like this kind of, it broke me down and like I didn't want to do it anymore. Gotcha. Uh, because I've got anxiety. <laughs> gotcha. Yep. Um, on top of that, I don't think I'm that funny. But someone said that if you want to be in movies like that, you have to start as a comedian, a stand-up comedian. Okay, really? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get in front of people and try to be and funny. And try to be funny. Yeah, because like, Jesus That's Christ. terrifying. I can go on stage and sing because I'm good at that. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, because when you funny. step up there, you know, you yeah. step on the stage, everyone automatically goes, oh, he's funny. Yeah. You know, he's going to be funny. Yeah. And if you're not, it's like, Oof, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a bad uh, night. Like, yeah. if you're a bad comedian... People are going to let you know. Yeah. If you're a bad singer, no one will tell you. Really? Yeah. Everyone in the crowd will say, dude, awesome show, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking sure. sick, yeah. bro. Yeah. Y'all kicked ass, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he sounds just like Keanu Reeves and fucking Bill and Ted. <laughs> I hope somebody else caught that somewhere. <laughs> that was awesome. That's another one of my favorites. Right? I, I can sure. tell, man. If you're really us from the future, what number are you thinking about? <laughs> 69, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Oh my god! I fucking love that. Oh my god, a new one. There's a Bill and Ted three. Oh, I know. Out. Oh, I'm very excited. You know what I really want? Have you ever seen Cowboy Bebop? I'm halfway through it, man. <sighs> okay. Live action. Good. Good. I want a live action. I mean, Keanu is unfortunately a little old. 
Um, they um, had, you know, they had the plans to do it when he was younger, right after the Matrix, I think. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, but then they fucked it. Somebody fucking fucked it, and we don't have it. Fucking fucker. Yeah, because they were gonna have him be. Uh, obviously, he was gonna be Spike. Or yeah. and then uh, fuck. What? Oh my god, I haven't seen it in a long time. I used to watch it religiously, and now I can't fucking remember. Um, um, I think John Cho was cast as Spike. Really? Yeah. Are they doing it? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, it's a thing. It's in production right now. What the fuck? Wait, a you didn't? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I thought that's what you were talking about. No, at first. I was talking about the original, like the, the okay. back in uh, right. It was like right after Matrix, and Keanu was gonna be Spike, and then fucking who was gonna be Jax? Fuck, I can't think. I'm. I want to say Ron Perlman, but it, it, I, I doubt it would mm. be. But that would have been fucking awesome still, because yeah. Ron Perlman is fucking fantastic. He's crazy. But um, and back then, you know, because I think that was before um, Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so so someone said I had to be a stand-up comedian, and gotcha. I didn't want to do that. So I was like, well, all acting dreams out the window. <laughs> right, right. I'll never do it. God, I mean, that sucks, man, because I'm, I'm glad you're coming back to it, you know what I mean, because it does, it comes calling, and, you know, if you're if you're going to have it happen, it'll come to you, so I'm really glad that you're getting that opportunity yeah, to well, at least see you. Well, thank you, or, you know, <laughs> you're welcome, and thank you for fucking doing it, <laughs> you know. Well, we haven't seen me act yet. Yeah, we're getting there, you know, it's fucking, I've only, so much. I've done some voice acting, but that's as far as I've gone. Gotcha. You're going to do great, I mean, like I said, character was written for you, so. We'll see. It's good to go. But, um... <laughs> What is um, going into, you know, stuff, seeing a character, what's something that you, before you've actually jumped into the saddle, what's something that you're noticing and something that is scaring you, but you're going, you know what, push through it, see what happens? Um, what? <laughs> like in regards to film? To film, to like the film production that you're working on. Oh, okay. What's yeah? What's kind of getting at you, and where you're kind of going? Okay, because we have a really unique spot right now where we can actually see what's going on in your head before you do anything. Right. Okay. So, um, it's my first time kind of going through a script and trying to analyze what a character is. Mm -hmm. um, and I've read a few books to try and help me out. I've read um, gotcha. uh, voiceover voice actor by Yuri Lowenthal. Okay. Which is fucking amazing great book really it's good for all kinds of acting not just voiceovers and then a book called um acting on camera which i haven't finished yet okay and i forget who wrote that so i'm sorry <laughs> it's an older book he's like god damn it <laughs> or she he or she fucking Lynn. they they non-binary they are pissed <laughs> oh my god they is pissed they is pissed okay so go ahead um so with this character i've tried to Stay as little involved with the rest of the story. Gotcha. And I don't know how that's going to work for me yet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if there's like any backstory in particular that I need to know. Gotcha. Other than like there's a flashback scene and um, I was there for that production. So I know exactly what happens. Exactly. Uh, which is something that my character witnesses as a child. Yep. And it's uh, traumatizing to him. <clears throat> so what I've been trying to do is only read my parts. Gotcha. Much, and my interactions with characters. And so if this character doesn't know that person, I'm not going to know that person. Yeah. And so I can um, more easily step into those shoes, like, or uh, react to it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's totally reasonable. 
I've also taken a lot of liberties that I haven't told the writers about. <laughs> okay. We can't wait. No sweat. <laughs> we'll figure that out. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll be surprised. We'll be like, this is fucking awesome. Cause, but like, just as far as like what's affected him growing up and how he um, feels about different situations, mm-hmm. like um, I've kind of have like a three-part arc in my head for him. So in the beginning, he's regarded as sort of a celebrity. Yeah. Um, in his field. Gotcha. Where in where he hasn't actually done much, it's just sort of his uh, his um, relations gotcha. to it. Yep. But he hasn't actually accomplished anything. But he's kind of kept safe by that um, celebrity status, and then kind of pushing halfway through it, he's forced into making a move, and uh, he hasn't done it before. He doesn't really want to. Yeah. Because now he's vulnerable. Gotcha. And he doesn't want to be there. And he starts to resent certain people around him. And then by the end, he knows bad things are going to happen to him. <laughs> gotcha, yeah, <laughs> right? So what's that like, um, figuring that out and going, okay, now i got to put that on my face? How does that feel right well, now? Well, I'm already depressed as fuck. <laughs> so, gotcha. so my face is pretty much handled. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Portland. <laughs> nice. Well, not bad, man. I mean, like I said, it's 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 hard coming into these things, you know. And for people who haven't done this before, you know, it's 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 scary. You know, I remember my first set, um, which was uh, fuck. What? Well, my fir- very first set, I was directing it. I was shooting it. It was for a uh, commercial, and um, it was for a commercial contest. And I was scared shitless, like fucking losing my mind. Yeah, it was all riding on me, and yeah, it was my first, you know, big thing where I was going to finally put what I had said I was going to do to action. I quit 10 or 15 times. You know, I was just losing it. And it was very, very difficult to get, you know, through the stages of fear and through anxiety and through all those problems. And once I actually got onto the set, I found the same thing you find on the stage where I just said, you know what, it's working. You know, and you know what? I get up here and I'm not scared. I feel good. You know, mm-hmm. it's not some amazing fucking thing. It's not some great feeling. You know, I'm I'm doing work and I'm, I'm putting something in, but I feel at home. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so with you know, and then once it succeeded, once I got to look back at it, you know, I'm sure you feel the same way when you finish your songs, when you finish your you know stage performance. You you get back and you go, fuck, I did it. You know, and then you enjoy it, you watch it, you know. I'm one of those crazy people that I love to listen to my own things and watch my own movies. Um, couldn't care less if anybody else did. I just love watching it for me. Yeah. And um so I do I watch the fuck out of my own stuff and I just think That's it's good. you know, yeah, it's fun. Um but then when I stepped into the acting shoes, my first production that I stepped into it, I was the writer for it, so I wrote the whole thing and I was too nervous to direct it. And so this guy who was, you know, really good at at talking, you know, and really good at kind of, you know, going and putting the confidence and, you know, you were like, this is the guy that's going to do a much better job than I am. Um, he was like, I'll direct it for you. And so I went, fuck yeah. So what we did was we spent, she, not we, she spent $300 on that project. Nobody else put any money in, you know, she spent 300 bucks. And um, we went out there, and it was this, you know, post-apocalyptic dystopian uh, film, you know, that will never be seen for reasons I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> but, you know, this uh, this project, I was playing the lead, and um, 
it was supposed to be really intense and really creative, really unique. And um, when we got on set, what it was is we were going to shoot two days, you know. And what it was is middle of the day, we we're going to start early in the morning, and we we're going to shoot on top of a mesa for the first day. And then we were going to go and shoot on a dirt road for the next day mm-hmm. and end in this kind of farming area. And uh, that was the whole plan. And so the director that I had, you know, he actually assigned a writer to the project without telling me. Now, the writer is a dear friend. He's a really good guy. Um, but both of them got together and just, for lack of a better term, fucked the the movie. I mean, like, we had this whole plan. Everything was good. And then they were like, I don't think this will work. I don't think we can do this. I don't think we can pull this off. And instead of going, hey, how did you plan on doing this? They just kind of went, you know, cut that. And then they were like, hey, let's uh, change the character's name from Sam Harvin, who was the character, and was supposed to be in a bigger thing. You know, and so this was just kind of a small piece of the world. And they were like, let's change the name to Sam Gibson in, you know, regards to Mel Gibson. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Shy puts her hand on her face, remembering in pain, because <laughs> I, I was like, wait, anything. what? And that's why I said, I said, what? I was like, I, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if that's the one, you know, guy. <laughs> and uh, But that's what they wanted to do. They left our extras out in the in the parking lot for about four hours with nothing to do. Wow. You know, like it was just, it was all over the place. And it was one of, it was a big production for them. I don't blame him. I don't, I'm not mad at him or anything like that or, you know, hold anything against him. It was a hard project. You know, I put a lot on his shoulders and we didn't know how to work it correctly. And so when we finished, we found out that one of my best friends at the time, who is a sound guy, you know, he likes doing sound stuff. He likes doing music. He likes to rap. Um, didn't turn on the microphone. The whole day. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so we found out afterwards, because we fil- finished for two days, we're like, dude, that was fucking crazy. I mean, I got, I threw myself on a rock like four times, right? I threw myself on a rock to get the pain, because mm-hmm. I was supposed to come through a portal and fall and hit this, and hit the ground, and my stomach was supposed to pop. And the whole, throughout the whole short, my stomach was popped, and I was dying like fast as oh, shit. God. And so it was a rough thing, you know? And so to get that reaction, I jumped on a rock. Um, it just hit my fucking kidney on a rock. Oh, God. And, uh, and then I got punched in the kidney <laughs> some more, you know, and uh, was getting thrown around, was falling over, all kinds of shit, just, just pain. And um, finally we get, you know, the project afterwards. I sit down with him and I'm like, we did it. Let's see what it looks like. And he puts together, you know, the stuff. And I'm like, okay, this was actually, it looked good. I was like, this looks pretty good. I think it's good. And I, I didn't know what I was doing, didn't know what to look for. So to me, it was the shit. I was like, we got something. That's all I want. I just want something. And then he was like, well, there's no sound. So I'll, you know, put it together and I'll put some sound to it. And it's going to take a long time. And they just never did it. And so we lost the project. And um, I remember that before through all that anxiety through all that pain through all that you know pressure that i went through everything i went through when i actually finished the project going through the stuff and actually abusing my body to get this role Mm -hmm. and to make it look good because i cared about that much afterwards when it failed it didn't leave me with you know fuck it i'm done like it it failed I'm, i'm over you know it was like you know what i enjoyed it you know i'm glad that i did it and now I want to continue this. You know, this is a failure. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, you know, he wasn't the best choice for this project. And this project probably wasn't the best choice at this time. But we did it. Here we are, you know. I mean, we did it. It's not going to be shown. But I know that I went out and did that. And I know that now the next project is going to be easier. And it was. And every single project I've done since then has been easier in that sense. Mm -hmm. You know, where I sit there and I go, okay, 
acting wise acting is one of my least like anxious moments you know when when an acting gig comes up i uh i'm like oh nice <laughs> you know, that's a breath you know all right i'll act and i learn my lines and i go and sit down and i and i do it and I, you know once it's finished no matter how hard the the role is or no matter how fucked the director is or you know whoever's doing the stuff on the other end you know i just it just gets easier and so that's something i'm really hoping that you're gonna find and we're gonna find out because we're gonna hit you with another podcast afterwards and be like all right how do you feel <laughs> um, I hate acting. Right? Fuck this. <laughs> you were lying, motherfucker. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm just w- the biggest. So this is a thing that we're going to do um, for our podcast because Growl is about pushing through hardship. You know, it's about coming up into you know into this world and being in this industry. And I mean, obviously, you absolutely hundred percent definitely belong here. You know, because, and I'm not saying that just because, you know, oh, we want you, you know, the, you know, we're supposed to sponsor us, none of that shit. I say you belong here because you, sure. right? <laughs> right, this guy. Just because I'm pretty. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> but you really take this serious. And, like, you know, the first question I ask you when I say, hey, uh, why do you do this? Like, and you know, you go, well, it's the only thing that makes sense. That is what this is for. And this is for those kind of people. So mm. if you out there who are listening to this are like us, where, you answer the question, why do you do this? And why do you want to do this? Because the only thing that makes sense, the only thing I could do, this is what I love. And can you live without this? And if your answer is no, you know, I'm working at, you know, Walmart or I'm working at, you know, whatever fucked up place I'm working at to get where I want to be. That's the right answer. But if you have, if you have a second option, choose that, you know, if you're like, well, I can go this way or I can go this way, go the other way. Cause there's no way you're going to make it. Yeah, for so. sure. There's one solid rule that I learned is don't have a backup plan mm-hmm. because you're going to fall on it. Yep. When someone says your songs are good enough or this movie sucks, yep. you're going to get a job. Exactly. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to keep going with what you love doing. Exactly. There's just too much pain. There's too. It's too hard to do this. Yeah, it is. So you'll give up. But um, so now to what we what we're going to be doing and what this is, is we want to thank you for what you're doing because you are fighting the fight you're working hard you're doing what everybody else says you can't do you're doing what everybody else says doesn't make sense that's the biggest thing is that while they're working their day-to-day jobs you are out here grinding and spreading your heart and your joy and your love and your pain and everything to make this for them and they don't understand why you do it and how you can go through this and so we thank you and I mean, that's my biggest thing is I thank you for being an artist and thank you for pushing through your, your adversity, you know, and, and, and making this happen. And please, for the love of God, continue. <laughs> don't stop. Like, don't stop. Keep going. You're going to make it. You're going to do what you need, what you're destined to do. And what you're destined to do is what you love, you know, and you're going to pull this off and thank you for starting. You know, and just keep going. Well, uh, <laughs> likewise, man. <Thank> you. <laughs> Puts him in an uncomfortable spot. You know, cheeks start blushing. He says, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that is, um, this, this has been great, man. I mean, is there anything more you want to add? Anything you want to say? Yeah, one thing. Um, earlier you said you you watch your own movies, like, over and over, and you yeah. love them. I want to stress that that's very fucking important. 
Yeah. Uh, this is something I wish I would have been told or learned a long time ago. It's you have to be a fan of yourself. Yeah. You have to like your own music. You have to like your own movies. You have to like your own paintings, drawings, yep. comic books, whatever the fuck you do. Because if you don't like it, then what's the point? Yeah. <clears throat> you have to like what you do. I love my own songs. God. They're really fucking good. They <laughs> are really good. Yeah. I mean, we love your songs too, man. <laughs> but here's the thing: I know I've written shitty songs, and I know yeah. my shitty songs. If it's shit, or you will never not. hear them. Exactly. <laughs> oh god. That's why I have like three songs you've heard. The laptop to your right is full of them. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> but it's really important to be a fan of yourself. It's not conceited. It's not self-absorbed to like your own product. Exactly. It's really important to. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, all right, my man. Thank you so much for everything. Um, and you know what? Like I said, keep doing what you're doing. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep, you know, producing and make sure that this happens. You know, don't let these people get to you. And, you know, we'll see you on the next one. So to everybody else, thank you so much for listening. I mean, this, like I said, this was a very, very important episode. This is the reason why we're here. This is the, 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 Jesus, give me a second. This is the creator of the Growl song and the whole reason why Growl exists. I mean, this is the guy that's making it happen. And with the productions that are coming up, you're going to see a lot more of him. With his own um, projects, you're going to see a lot more. And just stay tuned, support. Is there uh, anywhere that people can follow you? Yep, you can follow my band at Ask the Band, A-S-K, The Band, on Instagram. Um, all secrets known on Facebook and at Len Tyler eight on Instagram. That's my personal one. I post a lot of weeb shit. L E N N E Tyler eight, the number eight. Perfect. Gotcha. And then you can follow us at uh, Danger Dog Productions on everything. On pretty much everything. We got a Facebook, YouTube. Honestly, God, just throw it in the Google, you know, search. Yeah, and search there's even a website that really needs to be updated. <laughs> So we just discovered that when oh fuck that thing is <laughs> old man like. Yeah, it doesn't know what's going on. So, all right. Well, thank you, everybody. And like we always say, if you can hear the growl, you've been warned. Thanks, guys.